Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Very efficient offenses for the most part as Danny Green knocks down the three. Danny Green knocks down the three-pointer. Green has become one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Danny Green from downtown. Green is now three for four from long distance. Marker left his feet. Green again. It's good. Danny Green! has just tied Ray Allen's record for most threes ever in an NBA Finals. This is one of the most incredible shooting performances in the history of the NBA Finals. Puts up the three, puts it in! Danny Green does it again! Now has an NBA Finals record for most three-pointers in the history of the Finals. His 23rd to break Ray Allen's mark. Welcome to Sound of Spurs podcast. I'm Bill Schoening. Our very special guest is a three-time NBA champion and a guy who had three different stints with the Spurs. We'll talk about those. Mostly the third stint, not the first two because they didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Daniel Richard Green, <laughs> NBA champion, NCAA champion, is with us. It's like old home week, right? Man, it's been great. Yeah, it's good to see everybody be around everybody, especially when I come to San Antonio. You guys are coming here now. Uh-huh. Four days in Memphis. A lot of fun, you know? A lot of fun. You're, you're injured right now, yes. so uh, I know you're trying to recover from the knee injury. How's mm-hmm. that going along for you? It's going really well, actually. I uh, played some... Some pickup today. We've been playing three on three, some one on ones early on. Starting five on five soon. I don't want to give, but we have a. We're very close. We're the 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 light is near, and I'm ready to to hoop soon. So let's jump jump right into it, uh, Danny, because uh, you, your basketball journey is a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's checkered. It's not like a real smooth path, yeah. right? So I've been very blessed. Uh, I've been very lucky. But ma- yeah, makes you appreciate what you got now. But mm-hmm. uh, it didn't start out early. But. You end up in North Carolina, an mm-hmm. amazing college career. Uh, just talk for a moment about going from New York to North Carolina, playing in that kind of a program and all the success you had with the Tar Heels. Um, it was a it was a culture shock going you know from New York going to the South, a little different. But um, you know, ultimately, my coach in high school was kind of crazy. He was a little bit nuts, but he prepared me for playing for Coach Williams. I'm not saying Coach Williams was crazy or nuts, but he was very disciplined. And uh, on that level, you know, you had to go live by a certain, uh, you, to, you know, certain lifestyle. You had to do, you had to be very disciplined. You had to do certain small things, understand details, not cut corners, uh, which ultimately prepared me to play for pop. So, <laughs> um, you had three crazy, co- great, great coaches, but you know, three, uh, perfectionists guys mm-hmm. that want to see you, you know, obviously do well, but you know, find things that can make you be better, you know, regardless of how good the game was or how good of a game you had, where can you, you know, get, 
you know, achieve more and what, what can you perfect? What can you do better at? What can you do more? What can, how can you help the team even more? So yeah, coming from New York, going to Carolina, um, you know, a lot of people didn't think I was going to play. You know, I was a McDonald's All-American, lucky enough, but that was the last year you can jump from high school to the NBA. And there was a lot of guys that jumped, but there was still a very good class of guys that came in. We had um, a lot of top recruits and another recruiting class behind us that came in. And my, my family wasn't sure. People around me weren't sure if I should go there because they're like, you know, you might not get a lot of minutes. You might not be featured. Uh, but my dad and my, my, my brothers and family around me uh, had a good a lot of confidence in me and encouraged me like, you know, we believe you can play anywhere. So it was, it was different. It was a culture shock, but I learned a lot. I learned how to be a man. I grew up there. Um, got to learn, I uh, got to build a new family in Chapel Hill and have some brothers. And, uh, you know, we made some pr pretty good history there as well. You were tempted to come out after your junior year, but mm -hmm. you decided to come back for your senior year. And just looking at the way that senior year went, I would imagine that was a pretty good decision on your part. Yeah, it, it turned out well. You <laughs> it know, did. it turned out well. Mind you, I didn't, I didn't have much of a choice anyway. It wasn't like I was going to be drafted a, a bunch different or a bunch higher coming out of my junior or senior. I wasn't predicted first round, you know, after my junior. But yes, I, I wanted to test the water just to prepare myself mentally and physically and to know what it would be like when I do try to enter the draft. So I, we were able to get the opportunity to do that. I got a chance to test it out, see how it went. Uh, not just myself, but Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington also went yeah. to t test the water. And we all came back and uh, things worked out pretty well for us. So. Yeah, you had a lot of uh, talented uh, teammates there at Carolina for sure. Uh, but uh, you get drafted in the second round mm -hmm. uh, and you go to LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. What was that whole experience like, especially uh, when LeBron kind of took you in, didn't he? For sure. You know, he had a great vibe, great chemistry with everybody, but not just myself. Uh, but he looked at me. I was pretty much the only rookie. I was the only rookie. We had they had drafted somebody else. He didn't come over. He stayed overseas, Christian Ianga. Uh, so I was the only rookie. Um, we had Bron Shaq. We had uh, Anthony Parker, Mo Williams. We had a lot of good – Jordan Shigalskis, Andy Varajal. We had a great group, but they all kind of took me under the wing. Bron took me under his wing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I learned a lot. I was a sponge. And as a rookie, you learn a lot of the things quickly, but not in the best way. You know, you learn about inactive – playing, wearing a sport coat on the sideline, Bef not one of the four that you learn as you go to the building. It's like, oh, you're inactive today. And you're like, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, it means you're, you're not dressing up. You're like, oh man, I thought it was like ESPN night, game night. Like, I'm about to dress, I'm about to be in a warm-up, I'm going to be on the court, my family's going to see me on TV. And they're like, uh, you're going to be in a sport coat tonight. It's like, oh. So right. most of my year, my rookie year was being in a sport coat. So I didn't play much until, you know, somebody got hurt, somebody had a baby and make sure I got an opportunity for like a quarter and then somebody comes back at halftime and then you know, uh, you're back on the bench, but it was a learning experience. I was a sponge. I got a chance to, to make some good relationships with some of those guys, uh, good rapport and, and learn and from some of the greats, uh, but, you know, learn what the NBA was about. But you had a lot of disappointments early in your career, Danny. Uh, sure. Cleveland let you go. Uh, you had to end up, you know, you had a couple of stints with the Spurs. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can tell us a little the Reader's Digest version of that before you finally came back. But you also played for the Reno Bighorns. And I think you might have had to leave a stint over in Slovenia for yes, a minute, right? I did. I did. Uh, yes, I was cut by Cleveland after my first year. Decision was made. Braun went to Miami. Things changed. The organization changed. We had uh, Byron Scott, who was there, who was, who was a great coach, but very, very tough preseason pr training camp mm -hmm. that we had. I had to go through all that before I got cut. So which kind of sucked. You go through that whole training camp of with Byron Scott, you would hope to think you would stay on the team, but it would have been nice to have been cut before that. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I learned a lot. I got a chance to, you know, get my ass kicked a little bit, excuse my language, in the, in the training camp. But it was a, a learning experience. I was trying to figure out what to do. Wasn't sure if I was going to go overseas or not. Went to the, the D League, which is now mm -hmm. the G League, for a little bit. I got Actually, before I went to the G League, I had a couple workouts in between. So I got called up by San Antonio. Um, we had a workout, and I think they signed either Chris Quinn or something like that. Then I got another workout like a month later. And then um, they, they signed me for a couple of days. And then you actually made, played two games, I think, I, right? I, I was around for two games. Okay. Yeah, I think I was around for two games. Okay. And um, it was right before Thanksgiving. 
And they were like, you know what? We want somebody that actually knows the system to give mono bricks. That's the only reason why, you know, we want to. And they had Ime Odoka was still a player at the time. So <laughs> Ime had been there, knew the system. And so they brought Ime in mm-hmm. instead of me because so, he knew the system better, quicker to give Manu some minutes. Um, so then that, that was the path of me going to the G League or the D League then and playing in Reno. So I played in Reno for a couple months, you know, got an opportunity to, to you know, build, my res- build myself back up, understand what the Spurs, uh, how they, the atmosphere was like and the, the Spurs way of how they did things. Um, came back a little bit more humble mentality and a little more hungrier type of, uh, you know, chip on my shoulder. So they gave me another opportunity. I got a chance to, to be on the team end of the season. I think we actually played Memphis that round. Manu dislocated his elbow. Yep. And I think we were the one seed. They were eight seed. We ended up losing that. I actually got a chance to get in the game and you know, hit a shot or two. But it was still me at the end of the bench and kind of the start of the history of being with San Antonio. We remember that series, but not very fondly. Of course, uh, Manu got hurt, as you mentioned. Uh, but that started a nice stretch for you yeah. because you started to play a lot more. Uh, the 13 team made the finals. Heartbreaking loss there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the 14 season, the season of redemption. And the final seconds set to tick off. San Antonio is back on top once again. The Spurs are the 2014 NBA champions. I think just about everybody's favorite season uh, that's yeah. been around the Spurs in the last couple of decades. I mean, <laughs> we can all pick our favorite titles. I've been with the team since 01, so I've, mm-hmm. I've been for four of them. But uh, that one, I think, on the heels of the disappointment in 13 yes. made it special. For sure. Um, that was just the beginning. So after that, I had <laughs> then I went over to Slovenia after the, <laughs> so I the missed lockout your Slovenia happened. Thing. <laughs> yeah, the lockout happened after that. So I went to Slovenia and I uh, went to play, stay in shape. You know, when the, the season or the league opened back up, to be able to play again. I had to come back, make the team. So I was over there for about four months, came back, made the team. Then I got a chance to play a little more. And then Manu was getting older. They had him a minute restriction with the hamstring issue. And then I actually got a chance to start. My first start was one of the worst in the history of the game. I think it was like 0 for 8. It might have been in Philly at the time, too. And they're like, you know what? You can only go up from here. So That's right. I ended up starting, and we played, and we lost a couple. Uh, we played well. But then I think that year we lost in the Western Conference Finals to OKC, I want to say. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, that, was so a, that was the 2 nothing lead, and then yeah, they, yeah. they flipped it and I won 4-2. So. Yeah. That was 2012. Mm-hmm. And then 2013 happened, which mm-hmm. was a great year. We had a lot of fun, but came up short, you know, up 3-2, going back to Miami. Big shots. It's still a, a game and plays I can't watch to this day. Uh, but for 2014, was, it was a rough one. You know, Pop was on us, it's tough, but for a good reason. And, you know, he was preparing us for that time. And when the time happened, we got a chance to play against Miami again in the finals and actually get it done. So it was, it said, everybody asked me my favorite championship. It's hard to, to, to pick. Obviously, I had one in the bubble, which is one of the hardest mentally, emotionally. Um, then I said, I had one when I left San Antonio, the just Raptors, one year, yep. one year with Toronto and doing it for a whole country was, that never experienced it before. Mm-hmm. And then doing it with San Antonio, obviously, being able to come back and play a team that we had just lost the year before, that probably has a little edge on the other ones because of how sweet it was to play that team that beat us the year before. When you look back at your time in San Antonio, Danny, what are your fondest memories in terms of on the court and then maybe uh, one or two things off the court, maybe a relationship with a teammate or oh, a coach? Yeah. Just our dinners, the guys that we had, um, the groups that we had, you know, Tiago, Boris, this is how unique they were. Manu, of course, Patty, uh, the relationships we built. We had LaMarcus later on. Uh, but, but my favorite times on the court, of course, just playing with Timmy, playing with, with Tony and Manu. You know, some of the things, some of the small details, Timmy spoiled us. You know, <laughs> Tony is the same. You know, they made the game so easy. And you don't realize it until you start playing with other people. And I've, I've played with some greats. You know, Kyle Lowry, I was another great point guard, some great bigs, Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron James, and obviously Kawhi. But I played with some great players. Um, but those guys were just just very unique and different in a way and, and so humble in that system. And they, they simplified it. You know, the guys, the other guys I play with, um, they're superstars, but they, they did things, I'm going to say more difficult, but they scored 
more flash, I guess. So they did things with more flash. You know, Jaws and more of a you know talented guy, flashy player. Tony just he's gonna kill you silently, get to his spots, and you'd be like, how does he get to pull up every game, or how does he get to his float or his, his right leg layup every game and make it look easy? And you try it in the game, and it doesn't work out as well for you as it did for him. But you know he perfected those things, and Timmy was just such a humble superstar that he would set screens for you, you know, find you open passes, um, encourage you, all the little things that you don't mm-hmm. expect from a superstar. You don't realize that until you play with other superstars um, of how good you had it. So just all the memories I had with them on the court and off the court, just the dinners that we had, got a chance to, to hang out, kick it, talk, chop it up, um, even off the even during free agency time or in the, gym, in the gym late night or see their kids. And I saw Will Seven the other day, see how grown their kids are, make you feel old. But all those memories, man, I hold dear to heart and, and I, I, I cherish them to this day. H-E-B has two big game changers in their playbook this basketball season. Curbside pickup and home delivery. Check out the fancy footwork of the H-E-B personal shoppers that make it all happen. First, they snag the chips and dips. Then they pivot to the meat section for your H-E-B natural burgers and steaks. They bring the heat with Grand Champion Charcoal and Texas Tough Foil. Then it's H-E-B with the assist as they take it to your car front door. Just go to H-E-B.com, choose curbside pickup or home delivery, and don't miss a single play. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This really is a league of relationships, isn't it, Danny? Yes, for sure. 100%. It's crazy how small it is because everything comes full circle. Right. And you know the guy that you saw in San Antonio, like a Jordan, maybe front office somewhere in you know in New York or in Boston. It's like, oh, there's spurs everywhere. And it's just crazy. So um, I've been fortunate enough to play for a great organization, but not just this one, but other ones where guys have spread out and been able to know everybody uh, that are in pretty good places and making big decisions was allowed me 
to be in a, guy, in a place like Memphis with ACL tear and get an opportunity mm-hmm. to rehab uh, because of my relationship with Taylor Jenkins mm-hmm. and Brad Jones and all the guys that were from San Antonio to you know, <laughs> know what kind of person I am and personality I am that they believe that I will you know, fight to get back as soon as possible. And Taylor, of course, has a, a deep relationship with Pop and six years in the Spurs organization. Uh, do you see some similarities there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. That's what made it easy when I first got here. I'm like, oh, this looks all familiar. <laughs> Obviously, it's not the exact same. Right. Um, you know, he has his own little twist to it, but I'm like, all right, this is going to be easy for me to adjust to and to be able to learn and fit right in uh, just because of how they the culture they built here. Um, and obviously, Zach is a big part of that too. But Taylor, Brad, all those guys. We have Dave McClure. We have a couple mm-hmm. of San Antonio guys. Blake was down. I think he might have played in the – Blake Ahern, yeah, yeah sure. He yeah, played, he played and coached the, yeah. the G League team. Yeah, yeah so, so he was down there. So we have a, a lot of ties, a lot of guys from there that have built an atmosphere to make it successful, to make it easy to build for me to adjust to and you know keep guys humble and hungry and understand how to win and, and be successful. You've had a successful career, Dan. You're in your mid-30s now. How much longer do you think you can go if, if, the, inju- <laughs> if the injury holds up, if you get back? Yeah. And then also, I know that you have a bright future in the media. You've already started a podcast yeah. years ago. Uh, and uh, I, I remember kidding with you back in 13 yeah, or 14. Yeah. Like, you know, your interviews are so good that uh, Thank you're going you. to have Still the- got a long ways to go, man. Still working <laughs> on it. But that's the transit. That's the hope, you know, the transition uh-huh. into media. Sure. Uh, and kind of do a little bit what you do. But um, I think when you get older, when you get past your 30s, or past 32, 33, you just take it year by year. Right. Um, but obviously, I want to, you know, play as long as I can. Um, I think I got at least, you know, one or two more good years left mm-hmm. in me. Um, and then after that, figure it out, um, see how it goes from there. But, and, you know, maybe on the media side of things with you and Matt Bonner and Sean Elliott doing what those guys do. So that, <laughs> Got to get a word in with Matt and Sean. You know, they like, they like to yeah, talk you a little know, bit. Yeah, yeah so. so try to get my, put my plugs in here and there when I can, you know. Danny, you're a big part of Spurs history. We really appreciate you taking time out to join us for the Spurs podcast. And we look forward to seeing you down the line. Anytime, man. Thanks, my man. All right, it's Danny Green. Daniel Richard Green, former Tar Heel and former Spur. And that is edition number 10 of Sound of Spurs podcast presented by HEB. I'm Bill Schoening. We'll see you next time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.